Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Look, uh, ball player, ball player, no watching from the side. Said that you got him next, well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky. Go ahead and take your shot. This one is for the city. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Up Next, the podcast where we talk, where we try, to, where we tell you who's up next in youth sports, and uh, introduce you to some of the biggest players in the youth sports realm and beyond. And we have a very, very special guest today. But first, of course, I'm Jamal Murphy, and I got my co-host extraordinaire, Khalid Green, in the house. What's up, man? Peace, man. I'm happy to be here, man. Um, Getting through this pandemic, and we're still here, man. So, you know, happy. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, wow. tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? I had a, I had a rough couple couple weeks about a month or so ago. Uh, the whole fam got over got over COVID. Uh, so far, so good. So, uh, yes. hopefully, things improve in the near future. That's all we can hope for, right? Right. That's it. Day at a time, like BJ said, offline, man. Yeah, no question. <laughs> So yeah, speaking of that, we have a like I said, we have a very very special guest today uh, to give us all kinds of insight on uh, on you know big time youth sports, the probably the the highest level youth sports you can get to uh, at this point in terms of, in terms of uh, U- the USA men's basketball team. How about that? Uh, but today we got Adebayo B J Domingo, who is the assistant director of USA men's basketball. Uh, to join us. That's big time. Khalid pull, got a got a big time guest today, as he usually does. I'm not trying to listen, say, listen, you know, listen. When he I just go kept him coming. Man, I go for the sharks, man. I'm not, I'm not looking for no sardines, man. I'm looking for the sharks, man. No, I, I appreciate you guys having me. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a minute, man. We've been, me and Khalid, we've been going, we've been going back and forth for a minute, but finally found a winner to make it happy. So happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to join you guys. Absolutely. No doubt. Thank, thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we, I know we both have a lot of questions in terms of, uh, you know, w- your your current position now. So we'll get mm-hmm. into it. But first, uh, you know, tell us tell us about your, you know, how how you got into basketball, how you how you, you know, in order to be where you are, you had to you have to love the game of basketball. Um, where did that start? You know, what was your what was your introduction to the game? Um, you know, you can go back early on us like tell us tell us you know where you really got that love for the basketball okay i was the 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 moment that sticks out to me is really like i feel like was my first introduction to the game it was like i want to say the 95 96 nba playoffs and i remember my dad my dad had the game on and i remember the bulls were playing the heat and like you know I think it was it was early in the series or whatever i'm watching the game i just remember obviously seeing michael jordan and just couldn't take my eyes off him and then I remember seeing a commercial like, oh, game game three or game four. You know, I didn't, you know, it's my first time seeing, so I don't know what's going on. I see like, wait, they're about to play each other again in the whole series. And I'm, I'm like asking my dad all these questions. He's like breaking it down to me. And that kind of just, that was the beginning of it. Um, ever since then, man, I just, I've really just been hooked on it, you know, and just trying to play whenever I could, learn as much as I could, just really trying to stay around it and be involved any way I could. So that's. That's definitely the earliest memory I, I have. And then how'd you get into the business of basketball? You know, I know you were a scout for a while, um, but how'd you get into that side? So for me, it started summer, I believe it's summer 2007 or summer 2008. Um, 
when I interned in a in an agent's office. You know, I was answering phones, organizing the file cabinets. You know, kind of doing those 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 intern duties. And then from there, that led to uh, the NBA Summer League, where I did that for almost a decade worth of summers. Um, and that's you know two weeks from the, from pretty much the beginning of July or like early or late June, pretty much through July, whenever that summer league ends, but about three weeks internships. So I did that for about eight or nine years. Um, also did Adidas Nations. Um, another summer camp is Adidas's biggest youth initi- initiative at the time. And so I would go to LA for another week and a half or so. Again, wiping floors, set up, clean up, everything in between, doing laundry. Um, so just really just helping out wherever I could and just, you know, trying to learn and be a sponge and just be involved as much as possible. Um, from there, when I, when I graduated college, uh, I spent a year in the video room for the, for the Warriors. I was there under Mark Jackson. So, you know, that was, you know, helping out on the floor, but obviously the main job is um, breaking down film for the coaches. So I did that for a year. <clears throat> and then um, when they made the transition, um, I went to go to, uh, that's not, that's what I, was, I went to the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, pretty much worked my way up there for six and a half years on the, on the front office side. You know, I started off in the player relations department, you know, and that could be anything from taking guys to physical therapy, driving them to physical therapy, picking up their families, you know, helping them at community appearances. I did that for a year. Um, and then from there, transitioned over to more of a basketball role, kind of basically being like a front office runner. So I, w- I was doing everything from, scraping ice off of players' cars when they come back from road trips to actually taking some scouting trips. Um, so I did that for a few years, two years. And then uh, the last three and a half were um, I was a scout and, you know, got blessed with a great, great opportunity. Got to scout high school, college and pro nationwide uh, year round. So it was it was an unbelievable opportunity, which led me to kind of where I am right now with USAB. Talk about that scouting, man, because you you taking me back. You know, both of us have been on the road. Um, and and a lot of people, you know, when I first got into scouting, a lot of all I thought about really was the talent evaluation. But there's so much more to it than that. Like, tell me that angle as it as it pertains to working as a scout for the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to make I'm going to see if we're matching up our wits on this one, man. <laughs> OK, well, I was lucky, you know, because one, get, just getting an opportunity to to cover so many different levels. And I think that that helped me a lot in terms of, you know, like you watch a guy in college and then, you know, you're going to scout an NBA game. That kind of helps you, you know, it kind of helps train your eye. Like, OK, this is kind of where he where the player I just saw two days ago. This is where he's trying to get. So, you know, you can you can kind of compare notes and you can kind of it's a little bit easier to see versus kind of you know, when you're, you know, when you're just doing college, sometimes you can fall in love with a guy. But if you don't, if you're not taking the time to kind of watch where that guy you like is trying to get to, sometimes that can be a little misleading. You know what I'm saying? So I think the biggest thing was having that role where I could where I could see it all. I think that helped with my perspective as well. But, you know, man, it, the scouting world is a grind, man. You spend you spend more time getting to the games than actually watching the games. You know, <laughs> right. you know, people don't understand. It's you know, sometimes it could be multiple days of waking up at three thirty in the morning to catch that five a.m. That's right. And then you got to catch the the second flight. And then you know, if you if you're going to an SEC school, you know, sometimes that school is two hours away from the airport. You know what I'm saying? So you got two flights plus a two hour drive each way. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a grind, you know, and 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 you're not just looking for 
you're not just looking to see how they do between the lines. You know, you're, you're, you're talking to people who can kind of give you give you some insight insight into who these guys are as people as well, because that's that's really the driving force for for anything positive in our sport. Yeah, I remember um, like when Sean Marks uh, took over for the Nets in particular, like, you know, he came over with that San Antonio uh, mindset of Intel, 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 Intel. And man, that just, uh, you know, I, I, I obviously did Intel before, but it was so much more intense doing it under um, Sean Marks. And I, I finally, yeah. you know, started understanding why he why he was like that, because, you know, we, we, we want to know as much as we can about that particular player. And that's something that I, I bring up to my, you know, I coach AAU now. And that's one thing I bring up to the kids. Like, you know, a lot of people are watching you. A lot of people are observing you. Um, you know, watch what you do. Watch what you say. You know, how, watch how you conduct yourself. And that leads me to Team USA. Like, what, what, what not to skip around, but what, 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 what kind of characteristics are you guys looking for when you're looking for players? Yeah. I mean, to your first point, I mean, you're absolutely right. You never know who's watching. And then on top of that, you never know who knows who. Because, the, the, you know, one thing I learned about being in this business, man, is, you know, there may be some some older guy with like a 1980s jumpsuit on who, you know, who think is just hanging around the gym. But he's probably connected to at least a handful of GMs. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to your point, you're, you're absolutely on the money. Uh, but, but for us, man, we just obviously talent is a big part of it. You know, we're, we're blessed. We USA basketball to have um, the best player pool in the world for our sport. You know what I'm saying? And so obviously talent is a big part of it, but at the same time, character is, is just as big as big as a, uh, a component because, you know, we, we, we don't have the option of losing, you know what I'm saying? And with these, with these competitions, um, you know, it's, it's sometimes when we get to those medal rounds, it's, it's winner go home. And, and we don't have the option to go home. And that's why character is so big for us because, you know, we, we, we have to, we want guys who, who see value in being a part of something that's bigger than themselves. You know, um, when you, when you're coming to USA, it doesn't matter how, how talented you are or, or how good you were with your, with your previous teams, everybody has to fit a role. And, and I think, you know, before you can can really do it between the lines, I feel like you got to believe it in your mind, and it's got to be something that actually actually means something to you. So that's that's definitely one part of it, and and then also, you know, we, we're looking for guys who who are coachable. You know, having the ability to accept um, constructive criticism. You know, because you know as good as as good as these kids are, um, you know, they're not finished products. They still have they're in development mode, no matter how good they are. You know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, we're lucky enough to have a group of the best coaches always coaching these guys. And, and you know, we, we want guys that have the ability to take the information that they're given to them, that's given to them and apply it. Um, one, for their benefit, just so that they can continue to, to, to take steps to realizing their potential. But at the same time, also also accomplishing the mission of, of winning gold. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it really it, it takes it takes all of those to, to give us a chance to win. Right. So one first, you, you mentioned you, you don't have the op- you don't have the option to go home or lose. It sounds it sounds like a lot of pressure. How, how do you deal with that pressure? It's 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 one of those things that obviously you like you know it from the outside, but when you're actually walking those steps every day and 
and and and working working in that position where where the pressure's on you, you you definitely feel it. Um, I think for me, the way I handle it is just you know doing my best and just being being honest with myself. You know, at the end of the day, I know I'm I'm putting as much as I can into it. Um, you know, I'm I'm doing my best to do right by the kids, by the coaches, just doing my best to 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 give them what they need so that they can, you know, take care of business. So really, as long as I, you know, keep taking those type of steps, um, that definitely helps. And I, I've been asking a ton of questions too, ton of questions. Right. And then, and talking about kids, uh, you know, how you, how you build a team and you said, you know, all these kids have to fit a role. So I'm wondering from, from, from your perspective or someone who's putting the team together, how are you, how are you looking at, are you, are you looking at it like, you know, let me look at look for the best talent and the most coachable, you know, the most coachable, best talent in in the war, in the country mm-hmm. and, and putting them into a role. Or are you looking at guys who already who you see already can play a role? Yeah, so I think for me, like when I'm, when I'm watching guys, um, I'm looking for guys who who kind of understand the value of, of the pass. Just understand that it's not it's not all about holding on to the ball because that 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 makes it tough in our environment. One guy kind of holding the ball and, and trying to make things happen, you know, again, so we, we're going to have some guys who could probably get away with that, but you know, it doesn't give us the best chance to chance to win when you get into those meta round games when you're playing against the, the high quality teams, you know, you know, there's just, there's just a certain way that, that we have to play that gives us the best chance, you know, but at the same time, as, as much as we want them to fit a role, you know, we're, we're not going to put, we're not going to put guys, outside of roles that aren't going to allow them to succeed. You know, we, 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 you're looking for strengths and weaknesses. And obviously, you know, a guy, you know, if we, if, if we have guys who are, who are good at certain things, we're, we're definitely going to, we're going to play to that, you know, but I think generally I would say like, it's not about, you know, deciding how we want to play and then trying to force these guys, you know, like we see the talent that's out there, we see what they can do. And then we adapt to that and try to bring it all together. You know, yeah, I, I remember going to scouting, going to uh, this is before this when the other BJ and I have to ask that question, man. Do you, do you have to be named BJ to get these roles, man? Because <laughs> <laughs> my other guy, my other guy, BJ was the, was the director at that time. So yeah, know, question. It doesn't um, hurt, I guess, right? <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> um, but I remember being at Colorado Springs and seeing. Uh, young Jason Tatum, I remember seeing uh, he was on the I think he was on the same team as how uh, as Giles uh, that, you know, got hurt. But he, you know, Giles at that time was like number one in the country. Um, and I think I remember even seeing uh, the point guard from Dallas, the young point guard. Um, his father played in the league. Brunson, uh, Brunson yeah. Yeah, so you guys have a the, the amount of talent that comes through that system. I mean, it's always like the who's who in, in the NBA, you know, for the next few years. Like, um, so name, name some guys that, you know, have come over, come under, you know, your umbrella and, and what we should be looking out for. Man, I've only I've only been doing this for a year. So I, I would say it's, it's it's a little early for that for me. But, um, you know, the, the guys that we had on on our U19 team from the summer. A lot of those guys are in college now. I mean, I, I would say definitely, you know, not to get into any specifics, but I would say, you know, definitely look out for some of those guys. I think, you know, I could, you can definitely see a group of those guys who, you know, obviously identified themselves. We invited them, 
you know, they were able to make the team and go to Latvia last summer and 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 take care of business. And, you know, there have been a group of them that have even continued to build on that stuff, you know, so that, and that's been definitely one of my, one of my, one of my favorite parts of the job is, is seeing how those guys have built on their time with us. You know, I think that it says a lot about them um, to, you know, go through that, you know, cause we had to, we had to really battle for that gold medal, you know, to go through that, come back and just continue to, you know, kind of take the bull by the horns and run with it. Um, that was, that, that's been great to see. Nice. Nice. So what, uh, what, what age group does USA basketball start at? What's the youngest team that you guys have? For us, we start at uh, under 16. Okay. And so we have the junior national group, which is under 16, under 17, under 18, and under 19. Mm-hmm. And then anything after that age group is the, is the senior national team, which, which is uh, going to be a group of pros. Right. So how do you, you know, how do you go about trying to put that 16 and under team together? How early do you start looking at kids? So I mean, we, we don't have U16 this summer. So the next time we have a U16 competition is summer 2023. And I've already been looking at eighth graders. Um, you know, not not anything extensive, but, you know, it never hurts. You know, as, Cal, as you know, with scouting, the, the earlier the better sometimes. You know, just it just helps with the perspective. You know, now when I'm really out on the road next year watching these guys as, as freshmen in high school, um, I'll, I'll have a reference point from a year ago to kind of see, like, okay, who's been working? who's kind of stagnated, who's going in the other direction. You know, all that stuff, I think, uh, is helpful and it, and it gives you insight into, into their upside, into, into that type of stuff. So if I'm, if I'm an elite eighth grader, seventh, seventh eighth grader, how, how do I make the USA basketball team? What, what's the best, what's the best uh, what steps should I take? Man, keep working. And when you get between those lines, separate yourself. You know, do what you do. And, you know, if, if I get, I get a lot of people reaching out with, to me with names, which, which I, which is, which is all good with me. I, I welcome that. Mm-hmm. And then we, we just go through the evaluation process from there. Um, you know, highlight tapes aren't, aren't what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for full game footage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want to see, we don't want the cliff notes. Right? We got to read the whole thing. Um, so, so that's really what it is. Handle your business between the lines and, and usually, that takes care of it, I would say. That's the biggest thing. And BJ, do you guys go to certain events where you you actually clocking in and, and looking at the you know evaluating the talent, or is it more so remotely that you 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 know you like you said you're getting film? It's both. It's okay. both. Um, for me, like that film has been as you know as a former scout, that film and all that stuff is 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 very valuable to me personally. So I, I'm. I'm doing both at all times, you know, like I'm, I mean, I'm in the West coast right now. I'm in between scouting events and I've been, I've been watching film every day. So it's, it's a mix of both. And it's, it's constant. Now what, you know, I know the goal is to win, right. But what, but what, what do you, when you, when you think about your job and not just your job, USA basketball as a whole, what's, what's, what are the, what's the purpose for you? What's the, you know, what are the goals? But, you know, I know winning. Yeah. Is it just winning? Like you, you tell me. No, it's definitely not just winning. Um, you know, I think winning is a byproduct of what we really want to do, which is help, help the young men realize their potential. Um, you know, we, 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 USA basketball is where it's, is where it's at because of all the talent that, that comes through. It's not, it's not vice versa. 
And so, you know, I think it's 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 our responsibility to, you know, whenever whoever the young men are that that come in and volunteer their time to be a part of the program, you know, it's it's our job to to do right by them and and give them the information and resources that they need to continue to take continue to take keep making those those steps forward and and progressing and realizing their potential. So I would say the main the main thing for us is really just to help and to and to guide them in the right direction. Now, what about, I mean, since you've been, you know, you've been enmeshed in the, in the youth, youth game, the younger kids, for you said at least for a year now, what do you, how do you view, what's your view of the state of the game, you know, right now for, for these young kids? Like you could, you know, on the court and off the court. I would say, honestly, I feel like it's, I think options are good. I think it's a good thing that, that these guys have, it's not just one or two places where they have to go. You know, I, I think it's great that they have options in different places to go at different levels. Um, but I think it's a, it's a little bit too much too fast. Um, you know, like you just see a lot of these guys and, and it's great, you know, like, you know, they, they've, they've done the work to, to separate themselves and, and get the opportunities and all the stuff that's, that's kind of been, you know, offered to, each individual, depending on the level, whatever it is. But um, if the goal is to make it to the NBA and be the best that you can be in the NBA, I think a lot of the stuff that you're seeing is, is a little bit counterproductive. I think it's a little bit too fast for a lot of these kids. You know, like, you know, everybody looks at Michael Jordan and, and all the stuff that he's that he did. But like people don't realize Michael Jordan went to his local high school. You know, Michael Jordan didn't play four years of high school varsity, you know, he wasn't traveling coast to coast and, and all that type of stuff. And so I think um, keeping it simple has lost some appreciation. I, I, I think people have, people have kind of lost or, or kind of gone away from, or maybe not paid attention to how far th- that can take you, you know? And I think that's, that's, that's what I've observed, you know, kind of from a, being in the space for about a year or so. Are you still, are, do you still think that works? Like, you know, like you said, the you know, doing it the old school way or whatever. You know, people always say, oh, if you're good enough, they'll find you. This is any sport. If they're good enough, I don't care where you play, they'll find you. Is that true? You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you have a kid that, that you know, played JV first couple of years or, does, or went to his local school or isn't at a prep school, yeah. do you feel like you still find those guys? I feel like, I mean, we've definitely found some of those guys. Um, I think at the high school level, if you, you know, if you have a situation where, you know, you've got something that's working or uh, a coach with a proven track record, you know, obviously everybody doesn't have that. Um, but I think, I think, I think it's, it's, it's kind of in the middle. I would say it's a little bit of yes and a little bit of no. I mean, obviously there's, there's going to be pockets of the corner of pockets of the country that we miss, you know, that's just, that's just the nature of it. You know, we're not we're not going to see everybody. There are going to be some people that we miss. Um, but I think generally speaking, you know, if, you, if you're a top talent and you and you're going to one of the top programs in your area, more times than not, I feel like you'll probably get you'll probably you'll probably be found out. Also, a state of the game question. Um, you, I often hear, you know, in the last few years or so that the rest of the world is caught up or the rest of the world has surpassed us in certain areas. Do you buy that? What's your opinion on that? 
Uh, they haven't caught up, but they're closing the gap. Um, and quicker than I think a lot of people realize. Um, if you go from a, on an individual basis, pound for pound, we're, we're, there's still a sizable gap, I would say. Um, but in terms of being a unit and working together, um, I think international teams, they do a better job of that. Um, part of that is because, I mean, frankly, their kids do a better job of listening mm. than, than the kids in the United States. And second of all, they have more time to work together. You know, they don't have the luxury of having 100 to 200 elite level high school, high school age talent. You know, they got the same seven to 10 kids that have played together basically from 13 to 14 years old until they're done, you know, in their mid thirties. You know, you look at Spain, Argentina, um, Serbia, some of those guys have been a part of the national teams for 15 years, 10, 15, 20 years, they've all played together. Like the Gasol, like in Spain with the Gasols and Rudy Fernandez and those type of guys, they've been together for a long time, you know? And so they, they have that, they have the opportunity to create a level of continuity that we just don't just because, you know, it's summer to summer, it's competition to competition and we never bring the same team or the same court back two years in a row. So I think it's a combination of just the way things are, you know, that they just have more time to work together. But also, I think as a whole, they do a better job of of receiving coaching than, than our kids do. I mean, hopefully we can get an MVP back over over here in, in the NBA. <laughs> that's that's from an American born. Uh, that was, was, was going to be my next point. When's the you last know, time? Like, you look I at, think you look it's at, been three years, right? Been, I was, yeah, it's been three oh. years, like. Yeah, 2019. So, yeah, Jokic, Giannis, Giannis. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah, Jokic, yeah. And then defensive player of the year, Gobert, Giannis. Oh, yeah. oh wow. And then 2019, you had Giannis win MVP, Rudy, defensive player of the year, and Luca was uh, rookie of the year. I think rookie Pascal rookie. Siakam got most improved that year right there. So they're, they're, they're scooping up all the big awards, you know. Right. Right. So, Shout out to John Morant, though, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. What about what about Africa? That's one place we've talked about uh, on this show a couple of times. Um, and you know, the, there's the NBA is doing a lot with Africa recently. What do you see coming out of that con- continent in the next twenty years or so? Oh my goodness! Probably some stuff we've never seen before. Honestly, I think Africa is is the next hotbed. Um, you know, we're going to continue to see more and more and more talent coming out of there. I mean, you, you're starting to see it now. You, you're looking in, you look in college programs. You know, it seems like every other team has at least one African on there. You know, you're seeing it at the high school level as well. Um, you know, they're 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 coming. <laughs> they're, they're coming for sure. Yeah, like like uh, what's the young brother? He just dropped 22. His name uh, escapes me. Um, Kaminga. Is it Kaminga from yes, Dover yep. State? Yeah, yep. Kaminga. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's he's you know African and he's, I mean, he's one of the best rookies out here right now. Yes, sir. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, no, he's 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 on he's on his way as well. I mean, I got yeah. to see him. I got to see him for the first time maybe a few months after he came over from the Congo, man. And and he was a man on a mission three years ago. So right. it's 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 no surprise he's he's gotten to where he's at right now. Right. How much how much do you guys uh involve yourselves with do you or do you with um the ignite 
um, with NBA, you know, Ignite League? Do yeah. you guys? So, so to this point, we uh, we haven't had any Ignite guys, okay. but that's that's you know that's not an issue. You know, the, the biggest thing for us is, is citizenship and okay. and age. You know, so you know, Ignite guys, um, those guys can those guys can play Team USA. Yeah, because we had we had one of the, I think he's he's going to be a phenom. Scooter Henderson, we had him up on here, mm-hmm. and um, he's made he's been making a lot of noise. Only se- I think he's only seventeen years old. Yeah, only seventeen. Yeah, so he's he's one of those next ones that's coming up, man. Yeah, I'm no co-signing doubt. that, BJ. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not that's not that's not a bad one to get behind. No question. Who's done a? He did he did he did a really nice job this year for the night. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're talking about uh, possibly, you know, top draft, one of the top draft picks uh, when he's eligible. So yeah. we shall see. That, may, that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, Grant Hill, the new uh, national team managing director, uh, any kind of feel for where you think he might uh, take the program? Not not totally sure. Um, haven't haven't had, had the opportunity to meet Grant yet. Um but obviously, you know, the, the track record speaks for itself. Um, you know, I look forward to to getting to meet meet with him and, and work with him. Um, but I, I expect nothing but great things. I think I think he's he's definitely gonna pick up pick up where Jared Carlangelo left off for sure. Well, with you on his team, the future is bright, brother. Hey, hey amen. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, thanks for joining us. This was great. Uh we got a, a lot of good stuff out of this one. Again, we've been talking to B.J. Domingo, uh, assistant director, USA men's basketball team. There's a long history of working with the NBA, previously a scout with Milwaukee. And we, like uh, Khalid just said, uh, big, big things ahead, we're sure. And keep a lookout for these uh, USA national teams. Appreciate you guys for having me on, man. It was was a good time. I enjoyed talking to you all. You're doing a great job, B. Sir, appreciate you, Khalid. Yes, sir. All right, good stuff. That was a, that was a great get, Khalid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, USA basketball. All the kids listening, all the parents listening. Uh, he basically told you the blueprint. Besides being one of the best 12 players in the nation, uh, there's other things you need to do. Uh, keep getting better. Be unselfish. Was the with the was the uh, the theme I got. That's probably most important. Where they where they you know you they catch where the, you'll catch their eye if you're a great player, but also unselfish. You can fit into all kinds of different roles. Absolutely. Like that's, um, and you know, for the, for the eighth graders that I coach, I play against, I mean, I coach against, um, that's, that's, that's gotta be one of your goals. You know, that has to be your next stop is to play for team USA play for my brother BJ and the great job that he's doing over there with that program. Um, a lot of, you know, all Americans and NBA players come out of that uh, program and, you know, hopefully one of my guys will be the next one. So, you know, Future is bright, man. Yeah, I can see it over there, over there, New Heights. You're getting all the talent. <laughs> if not all, <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Well, to the listeners, of course, uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for, for listening. Keep listening to us wherever you get your podcasts uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. 
Um, also follow us on YouTube, uh, uh, Up Next Podcast. We're putting all our stuff up there now. So keep subscribing to that. And we'll be back next week with some more great content. And like I said, keep a lookout for us on social media also at Up Next Pod on Instagram and at Up Next underscore pod on Twitter. Peace, everyone. Heard of you, ball player? Ain't no watching from the side. Uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, but gon' show 'em why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. Uh, they had then, I got now. Now guess who next? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.